All right, hello once again, and welcome back to the Chipman Brothers Tangent Podcast. Um, apologies uh, to those of you that are frequent listeners on uh, the near month hiatus. Um, not intentional that we've been on, but you know, absolutely nothing important has happened to either of us in the last month. <laughs> so I have no idea why um, why we didn't uh, we didn't um, update you guys with anything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been completely uneventful. Chris, do you want to tell them about uneventful things that have been well, happening to us? Well, we were in Cancun. The yes, last, we Cancun. the last, yeah. um, our uh, our listeners have um, heard from us, and no, we haven't been um, kidnapped by the cartel or stuck in a um, you know perfectly wonderful prison. <clears throat> Any? No, mm. no, we we haven't. Um, you know. Uh, so we came back on a Sunday and I went back to work for a couple of days and, um, my wife, Sarah had our new baby. Yeah. So Bob's, Bob's an uncle again. Um, and I have a son. Hooray. And he's, uh, um, three weeks old now. And that's awesome. awesome. And he's He's amazing. And he's yeah. sitting over in the corner in his little swing right now, oh, just swinging it, away. It's not bedtime. Oh no, he's asleep. Oh okay. But that, yeah, that swing thing in the corner. And you know, it's it's a kid. He's he's up every few hours. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. What is that? Every three hours or so? It's every three hours, but at night it goes a little longer now. He he oh, was oh wow he was jaundiced when he first came out, so he needed right, to feed yeah. a lot more. Okay. Um, All right. But he's he's good to go. Um, he's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. And now I have two kids, and you know, nice. so so nothing happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 sure that uh, you know it's a it's a very easy time. Easy times going it's on. It's so there. easy. In fact, I don't know why I didn't do you know twenty more of these. Right. <laughs> I mean, I had all the time in the world, and I uh, I just you know, please please send me money. <laughs> yeah that's um patreon.com slash the chippa um <laughs> yes send 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 him some money uh, via patreon because it is so easy uh to to have uh small children and uh you should just send him money as a reward for doing something so easy for yes for for being so lazy and yeah. and not not doing anything at all and it's super easy on your wife too oh yeah yeah she, it's, it's just going great for her you know we we one income household and we have all the time and money in the world. I'll bet. Yes. I'll bet. Yes. Sarcasm aside. Oh, um yeah. so so Bob, um what about you? You've been lazy and doing nothing for the last month as well. Um Yes, you, I have. I you, have. You want to tell people who um either only follow you remotely or just don't pay attention or, you know, have stopped following you because they think you're a crazy Nazi eugenicist. Um, you know, let's, let's, let, 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 let's see what you've been doing. Oh, uh, well, I have been, uh, uh, I am currently in the process of, uh, going back through and, uh, reviewing my old tweets, uh, for no particular reason. Yeah, none at all. None at all. None Hashtag at all. rehire James Gunn. Hashtag rehire yeah. James Gunn. Hashtag rehire yeah. James Gunn. <laughs> uh, I I uh, visited the San Diego Comic Con for the first time in ever. That's awesome. Yes, I did. I was uh, invited by uh, Mr. Bill Waters uh, to join a panel. 
uh, with uh, several uh, several other fine colleagues uh, to talk on two panels, uh, one about uh, being a uh, an online film critic and uh, others to look at uh, upcoming trailers. Uh, and uh, that uh, got me into San Diego Comic-Con for the first time and uh, with a press badge because what I do for some reason uh, qualifies me as a member of the press. I got to say, it, it was really cool. The most recent screening you got me into um, where we were talking back and forth and then we both kind of looked at each other and said, hey, wait a minute. Chris runs a podcast. Chris is technically press now, too. And then they yeah. went, oh, yeah, you are. That that." <clears throat> I, it's the little things in life um, that's it is. so insignificant in the grand scheme of yeah. things. But considering this isn't my day job, it made me feel so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. So, um, a, as always, you know how this podcast kind of started out being the Nazi party, as it were. Um, I, <laughs> I, I lived vicariously through you being at Comic Con. Um, so we've got some. Uh, stuff to talk about um mm -hmm. some things happened at comic-con so maybe we can uh start there without getting into the dc stuff first um seeing the glass trailer was really cool um i really like to see that uh Shyamalan is kind of starting his own little cinematic universe starting with unbreakable i i loved split unbreakable is my favorite movie of his so uh I'm really, really excited to see Glass, and it looks like, um, from the trailer anyway, it looks like um, back in his true form. I, uh, I hope it's awesome. What do you, What did you think of it, Bob? Uh, oh, I think the Glass trailer looks great. Did you that you get this? You got to see it at its panel? No, I did not. Uh, okay. I got I got the only panel. Um, so, folks, no. Um, this is the the way that uh, Comic Con, uh, San Diego Comic Con, works. Is it works just like every other comic convention just much bigger and the biggest hall there is called hall h and it's this giant hall that's outfitted to show you know basically full movies they have huge screens multimedia events the whole thing and this is what they pack everyone into so that the big studios and big events can do their big rollouts of stuff because it can accommodate all of the press and the fans. And like every other panel, they empty it out and then fill it back up at the be at the beginning and end of everything that's scheduled to be in there so that you can't just camp out in there all day. Right. That makes sense. So, yeah. So uh, you, as a, a press person, uh, I was there because I, I was also on panels that were not in that room. They were in, the whole thing is spread across like a convention center and two adjacent hotels that are all along the side of the gas lamp district in uh, in downtown San Diego, uh, which is absolutely massive. Uh, you know, Chris, I mean, you've you've been on the West Coast several times, I know, and it's it's odd for people like us who've grown up on the the New England East Coast to go to the West Coast, where uh, cities were planned around having a lot of open space that they could actually use. Yeah, it, it is incredibly strange. Yeah, it's because like we're, we're used to Boston, which is the entire city of Boston, including what would be called in other cities the outer boroughs. You know, like uh, Brookline, Cambridge, uh, even the, the, the outer suburbs and whatnot are... The whole of Boston, like the main downtown area, 
and the the outer boroughs, all of that would fit into the what is basically the downtown business district of downtown San Diego. Yeah, it's insane. Right. So whereas I'm I'm in San Diego, I my hotel is across the harbor, across the bridge in the airport Hilton, because I made reservations at the last minute because I got this offer at the last minute, you know, looking over at it, I am about as far from downtown San Diego as my house two towns away from Boston is from Boston. That's wild. Right. But still in technically the town of San Diego. And when you get into the main city, it feels strange to see a town from coming from the East Coast, even if you're from New York, where uh, everything is, it's just as urbanized, it's just as busy, it's just as bustling, it's hotter, uh, where the they have not built everything vertically up because they didn't have to. Yeah, it's wild. So it's like, wow, you have major businesses and such things that are only four stories because you had this room to work with. Your streets are not all one way and they have four lanes. <laughs> like they they have they have public uh public utility use bikes and electric scooters with their own little lanes on the street and it's not that much of an issue because they have plenty of space for them. Yeah, I I have no idea what to do with any of that. Yeah, yeah, it's odd, and it's you know, and again, you know, it's again, we're we're from New England, so you know, um, our old buildings are much much older, and uh, our you know, you 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 come around here, you see that old faux medieval faux Gothic architecture on the old Catholic churches. Here, it's wow, brand new building, Spanish mission. Yes, right. It, so it's it's, it's yeah. interesting. Um that the seaport on Boston, which is kind of the newer or the yeah. newest, which is just kind of in the last 10 years or so started growing up is much more similar to an, a West coast city. Yeah. And I think it, it kind of has to be right because there's still technically water somewhere under the seaport. Well, the water actually continues way further in. Yeah. It's though well, the the old water line in Boston is somewhere up in the middle of the financial district, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It, there's a line on the ground that tells you where it used to be, which is kind of yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah most of an, Boston is a landfill. Yeah, well, there's an under ocean. Right? Yeah, there's a there's yeah. that's go, that's going to be a problem someday, right? Oh yeah, it probably yeah. already is. I mean, like there's a because like things live in the ocean that eat ground like yep. like that's like that that's what that's what all that coral reef stuff is made of is is that like that's those animals that you know like their skeletons turn uh anything you put in the water into them and a bit like that that this this seems like urban planning that they would not have done had they known how the ocean actually worked at the time correct yeah um another so, another cool thing being from around here and getting to see you've got chicago yeah. Which got to lay itself out a second time, right? Yeah, because it, right? it all burned down. Because it all burned down, and so what Chicago did is they they had the the land problem that Boston has. Right. But what they did is they built up, but they also built down. Uh, and what yeah. they did, have you ever been to Chicago? Uh, no, I've not. So the main, 
city, the downtown of Chicago, is actually raised up above everything. And so Chicago is, you you know, in Boston with the big dig, they've dug under, so now all the roads go below the city to get through. Chicago built up, and it's wild, because if you drive around the perimeter road, which is right in front of the Great Lake out there, you're looking up. The buildings are actually raised up. It's really weird. And every street has a middle, lower, and upper version of itself, which makes 2D map reading nearly impossible. Yeah. Right, because you never know which one you're on. And the whole underground of the city is a parking garage. So you don't see a lot of cars on the main level. It's a lot of foot traffic like New York. Like, picture... Times Square, but the whole city. Everyone's just walking down the middle of the street. And the police actually move around on ATVs. Because yeah. they're they're moving in and out of crowds, right? Instead of traffic. It's really nuts. And the water, I think, still catches on fire. Or at least it used to. Did you know that? That most of the time for the early 1900s, Chicago's waterways were um, on fire. I because did of all that. the chemicals. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It's wonderful. Anyway, so so Comic-Con. So that's why you didn't... So you weren't in the split panel of the, the uh, glass panel. Whatever studio, Universal or whoever does those. Yeah, no. I was not. I was not there. I was in, I was in Hall H for the Warner Brothers panel, because everyone knew that was... Well, before uh, the Sony panel, where James Gunn was scheduled to be two hours after he got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, which which suddenly became the panel to go to until it was decided that he just wasn't going to be there. Yeah, he uh, was there to what? Talk about Um, he was making the, the Halloween spinoff? Uh, Is no, that what no. he was there to talk about? No, David Gordon Green's involved. That he was doing. No, um, no, no. The isn't he making a spinoff of like the Michael Myers cult? Isn't he making that movie? No, it, it's uh, it, it's some uh, it's a horror comic. Oh, all right. That that wasn't him tied to that. My brain yeah, no, is somewhere he, else. No, he he's he's not involved in anything like that. Uh, it's uh, he he was uh, doing a whole other thing. What what happened uh, was I got into Hall H for the Warner Brothers panel, which was thought to be because Marvel wasn't going to be there this year, and thus there wasn't going to be any breaking Marvel news. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, uh, Warner, it was this was going to be their panel because this was after the uh, the big crack-up with uh, Batman v Superman and Justice League bombing. This was going to be where they were going to show us the Wonder... They were going to show They were going to show something from Wonder Woman. We were going to see... Uh, they were going to show us the Fantastic Beasts trailer for those who still give a shit. Yeah, uh, so, but, so I didn't I didn't see the Fantastic Beasts trailer. I don't know if they've shown that to us. Um, but I've never seen the first movie, so I'm going to move right past that one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so before we get into the things I saw, how was what they showed of Wonder Woman? Really cool. Uh, they, they showed a tiny little bit. They showed... Yep. They didn't show much at all. They... They brought Chris Prine, Gal Gadot, and uh, Patty Jenkins out on stage very briefly. This this was basically the Wonder Woman exists uh, did, portion. Did you of it. just combine Chris Pat Pratt and Chris Pine? Chris they Pine. Chris Prine. Chris Pine. Chris, Chris, Chris Prine. I always Chris. like that gag from the Lego Movie um, comment. Uh, the Lego Movie behind the scenes where yeah. they have Emmett, who's voiced by Chris Pratt, right? doing yeah. the behind-the-scenes, and he goes, and they got this awesome actor, Chris Pine, who did the voice of Captain... who played Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek movie. Then someone whispers in her ear, 
who the hell is Chris Pratt? <laughs> I thought yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, it 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 looks it looks good. It's um, I don't know if descriptions of it. Have no, that's fine. I, I it was more of thumbs up or thumbs down because I didn't get to see it. That's all. Yeah, let me let me just look. Let me just look here and see if uh, Bob is checking live if he is able to discuss Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah, it, uh, just to see if anyone has described the the the, the footage that uh, has actually gotten around, and uh, and that's a video, so I'm not going to do that. You know, I I work in video, but I really wish that people would just po- would just like write things as well, or at least have a description in the video that says, "Hey, I talk about this. It's cool to talk about it." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 around there. Um. What uh, what they showed? What well. The main takeaway that I had from everything that they showed, they showed three trailers. They showed Wonder Woman, the trailer for Shazam, and the trailer for Aquaman. And Yeah, well, the, I, want to, I want to talk about those, but I yeah, want to get the, the Wonder Woman one first. Well, the, my takeaway from the, the Wonder Woman, which was the first one up, uh, was that it looks very different from the first Wonder Woman. Interesting. Uh, night, please, say, night, please say different in a good way and not different in a, oh, now it looks like Batman versus Superman. Uh, no, it looks much less like Batman v Superman than the first Wonder Woman did. Oh, it, it, all right. It looks, it looks uh, like aesthetically, it looks night and day difference. There's no grain or grit to the cinematography. It looks very, uh, it looks, people are getting pissed that everyone is using this comparison. It looks like a Marvel movie. Like that's, I, like, well, and I, I mean, mean that, and I mean I, that in a positive way. That it I looks gotta, like, I gotta yeah. say, you know. When we get into the other trailers, I was going to say the same thing. Number one, I don't think that's a bad thing. Neither and number, do I. And, and number two, it looks like a Marvel movie in like in theme and in tone, not necessarily in cinematography and yeah. everything else. Like, uh, And we can talk about it when we talk about the other ones. It's just a you have to kind of approach this material a little bit light. In order for it to work, the the stuff about the original Wonder Woman that worked the best was the times that the movie just went. This is a friggin' comic book. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. It, well, and and those were the times it was being nearly a note perfect look aesthetic of Captain America: The First Avenger. Like yeah. that whole scene in the in the trenches. What was that? The Badlands, the Endlands. What was the name of that? No, area? no man. No man's land, because they're being that, subtle. That was lifted directly, and I don't mean this in a negative way, because Captain America was ribbing on, you know, other World War II era movies and things of that too to get that look, but it it felt the exact same way when you saw Captain America in the suit throwing the shield for the first time in World War II. This is the exact same way I felt during that scene. It's like this is badass because it's iconic. It's looking you in the face and it's saying we're owning the fact that this is awesome. This is a hero moment. This is the cover of a fucking comic book. And uh, outside of what Chris Nolan was able to pull off in two and a half of his Batman movies, um, that super serious tone not handled by someone who was trying to make dramas, you know, out of superheroes, um, they, they fell flat. And we've talked about this before. We don't, there's no Zack Snyder bashing needed. The guy just wasn't right for that material and the direction Warner Brothers was trying to go with these properties wasn't the right one. And um, Wonder Woman was the polar opposite of that. 
And so from sounds from what you're saying that they're moving even further away from that. And that's a good thing, I think. Yeah. It's not it, like, oh, DC caved and now has decided to listen to Marvel and follow their aesthetic. They're, they're doing their own thing. But it looks like they've learned that, you know, go back to your source material. Make it feel like what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I think there's some I think there's some of that. I I do I I also think it I don't know if there is like a uh if someone has sat down and said okay, this is like the new like running direction of this because with the kind of projects that they're still greenlighting and whatnot, it still sort of feels like no one's got one hand on the wheel here and and maybe that works. Well, you that's know, the, that's their whole you know, uh, you know, it's the directors that are running the show here thing that's well, like, oh Jesus. I, I don't I I don't even know that that's a thing. I think, you know, maybe it's you know, Warner Brothers is not uh Warner Brothers is one studio. You know, it's not uh, it's not one it, this isn't like Disney where Disney is a giant company and Marvel Studios is its own thing inside there. You know, Warner right. Brothers is is a studio and DC is a label with it. Like there is no DC Studios that that's running its own thing. So, you know, who can say that they, they have a bunch of different uh, labels. And who knows? I I don't particularly care about this. I think it was a mistake from the beginning. For them to say no, we're we're gonna lead in with all of these team ups and say what the connections are right up front, and then try to fit the movies in around that. That was dumb, and all of the well, stuff in in Wonder Woman that's trying to talk to the other movies is the worst stuff. And and there was a very little of that, thankfully, in that movie. Um, yeah, no, I, the the point where that movie goes bad is once it gets to Act Three, and you know suddenly it's like, okay, we're in Act Three, we need to turn back into you know yeah. the the other two movies. Now, oh, this... now here's here's the thing. So, is there any explanation as to why we all of a sudden have Chris Pine back? Uh, they said there is an explanation, but they're not going to tell us yet. Cool. All right, that's cool. I uh, yeah. I I don't know why, but that's awesome. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah they 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 are not saying what's going on there yet. Um, there's no. Uh, they didn't really tell us what the story is yet. We didn't get a look at Kristen Wiig. We we still interesting. We still haven't seen what's going on there, um, other than that it's it's set in the '80s and that it's uh, apparently about uh, the the Cold War and things being very optimistic and things going uh, going bad again. Um, the the scene they showed, since there were descriptions that were out there, and when I say looks like a Marvel movie, I don't mean like you know just that it's you know bright and colorful. It's an '80s movie. It's in modernity. They're not trying to look like World War One anymore. Of course, it's it's colorful. But that the 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 scene they showed was very um, humor humor focused and uh, fun. Like it, it was not like even the the scenes that everyone sort of uh, you know like gravitated towards in the first Wonder Woman were you know it was dramatic and slow motion and it's about you know strength and badassery. And the this the the scene that they're leading with in this, and who knows if this is the the tone for the movie, was some sort of fight is going on in a big shopping mall, and uh, these uh, like some sort of bad guys uh, have guns drawn out, and uh, Wonder Woman shows up in the middle of the place in the 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 outfit, which looks based it looks like the same outfit. I can't tell if they changed anything about it, and the uh, the camera whips around on like a little girl goes wow. And uh, she grabs the girl and throws her out of the way of the bad guys, and she sort of gets like, like caught more or less by like, uh, like getting thrown into a giant teddy bear, as is like the stinger there, and uh, <laughs> is is like 
And, and then, you know, Wonder Woman jumps at the camera and does the lasso thing, and it's played, it looks like, if you thought this, like, if you showed just this, it looks like, like a PG-rated movie. You know, it's... Oh, all right, all right, yeah. all right. So it's like, this is, this is not, it's as far removed from, you know, your, uh, your, your lead actress, you know, blocking a, a hail of machine gun fire in the middle of a, of a, of a war zone. Cool, as, as all right. As you can get, so... Nice. And it... it and when you compare that with also the stuff that was in the Aquaman trailer and the stuff that's in the Shazam trailer, they didn't come out and say it, but the fact that they had these three things pitched the way they were and that there was no, like, no one talked about the Matt Reeves Batman, no one mentioned uh, Justice League, no one mentioned Batman v Superman, uh, the Snyder Cut didn't come up, nothing of that. It feels like it, if they, if they had brought the actual Snyder cut out on stage and burned it in front of the audience. It would, it would have been the only more unsubtle way to say that we're done. Yeah. That the first era, uh, that the, the justice league, Batman V Superman, man of steel era of this is, seems to be over that they have, they've abandoned that. Especially, cool. especially with with the Aquaman thing, which I'm sure we can get into with uh, with that. Oh, I can't, so, but, I can't yeah. wait to get into Aquaman, but I, I, I think yeah. a- a- Aquaman's the big thing, right? That they showed, right? But I really yeah. got to say, I, I want to talk first. I absolutely am in love with that Shazam trailer. Mm. I I think I've rewatched it like 20 times, and. There's something that caught me about it that that I really, really like. You know how we were talking about the Venom trailer and how that movie just, it looks like a bad pitch for like a 90s superhero movie. I, w- I wouldn't even say before Blade, almost like they, they, you know, Blade came out and they said, we can do this. Superhero movies emerge again. And then there were like 20 other pitches it just looked like one of those aesthetically. It, it had that like spawn thing going on, and I yeah. know that's an I know that's an easy an easy take, being that it's Venom and Todd McFarlane, but all that. But but even so, it's just that that nineties. So the, the the vibe I got out of this Shazam trailer, you know, we, we talk about they're going for more of a Marvel aesthetic. I got less of a Marvel aesthetic and more, and, and I mean this in the absolute best way, of the Ninja Turtles movies and yeah. blank man do you know what i mean that mm-hmm. that back when we really didn't quite know how to adapt these things but had some fun with it uh, the the shazam trailer it, it, again it, it felt like a kid's movie and i love that about it and i yeah. think that's i think that's what's making me the most excited but it felt like a early 90s kids movie not even like a nowadays kids movie yeah. you know uh, where where things it, I don't want to use the word dangerous, but things were a little bit more. Um, it, it feels very spitballed and like you know the like a big budget version of something on SNCC. Do, do you know what I mean? Like it, well, it has it it has it has that you know really like um like kids big dream movie. You know what I mean? Thing going on, and and I really like that. Does that make well, any sense? Well, did you notice it's a New Line movie? Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm getting at. It feels well, like no, a New it, Line. <laughs> that, 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 that's exactly well, no, what it, I meant. Like well, no, but it, it, well, no, but it is a New Line movie. Like, the, like, the, like, like the, they're producing it under the New Line banner. Oh, new, so that makes complete sense now about why it feels that way. 
So like New Line was I don't I don't know if if the, if it's like an inside joke thing, but they are like the 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 people handling this one are it, it it's been uh, because I think that's where the rights were for a while, so it you, was pulled you know, into the the New Line banner. You know you know where it seems like it would where it fits in. Yeah, Mom and Dad save the world. Um, yeah, it, stay it, it, tuned. Me, you know what I mean? Like it, it, yeah. it's that it's that kind of thing. These kids movies that you know. We're just oddball, and 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 I love that it feels like that. I love that it doesn't feel like um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, for example. Do you know what I mean? It's a different kind of movie pitched at younger kids. Yeah, you, you, you know, and I like, and and I really like that about it. Um, I I think that the tone is awesome. I think the humor seems great. I love the cast. Um, the we we talked about framing i think when or i talked about it with someone about how just just the whole idea of the whole damn thing uh, how was it to see it like live cuz we we had only seen the picture right up to that point of yeah. of of and i guess are they calling him captain marvel uh do no do we he, not he, know he's listed in the credits i thought or at least on imdb but uh they i don't think that they've uh, that they've said the name in the uh in the trailer uh, which is a new well is okay so you know for people who are watching who don't know this character that they're that they're going in the in the comics this was originally called Captain Marvel because it was in the 30s and there was no Marvel comics yet uh, they DC sued the company that published it out of existence for ripping off Superman because they kind of did uh, <laughs> I, I, I I don't think it would stand up in court today I think today they look at it and say no this is different enough that it can continue but at the time they did. Uh, and it was more popular than Superman at the time. Like, this is kind of lost to history, but this was actually much more popular than Superman when it was new. Now, in, uh, it, in its original branding, is it the kid that becomes the superhero? Yes. Because I, I could see that would be why yeah. it would be more popular than Superman, right? right. That, that, that's the yeah. dream right there. Yeah, that was always the hook. And and the ki- and Captain Marvel, the kid, uh, he Billy Batson, he says Shazam, which is the wizard's name, and also an acronym for having the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the uh, the the oh shit, the will of Atlas, the uh, the power of Zeus, the uh, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. So Shazam, that's uh, awesome. And uh, when when DC of uh, it because DC eventually bought the rights to the character um, once the company that published it went out of business, and uh, I did a couple episodes about this way back in the day. And again, more recently, uh, when Mar- Marvel, when Timely Comics changed its name to Marvel and became the Marvel Comics in the seventies, uh, Stan Lee and his people realized that uh, no, no, no one had used the name Captain Marvel for anything, and it was pretty much up for grabs. So they very hurriedly invented a character named Captain Marvel, who was never popular, and just kept different versions of him in publication for years and years and years until stumbling on the the female version now in the last decade or so that people actually liked and is getting a movie uh, so that they could hold on to that trademark. So when DC brought the character back, uh, they the way that they eventually worked out the legalism of it is that they could call the character Captain Marvel in the books because that's his name and uh, that that's that's his proper name. He is Captain Marvel. Uh, but you can't put it on any of the merchandising or on any of the covers. So they would call it, the, the comic was called The Power of Shazam, and he'd just be called Captain Marvel in, in the books, and that was just what they did. Oh, so okay. 
and and that's why it's always been hard to make this because what what the hell do you call this like there was a tv show in the 70s in the late 70s early 80s uh called uh shazam uh and uh it was uh, I, th- I think they at the time they may have been able to call the show captain marvel for a while uh but uh but yeah th- th- i think the show was called shazam and he was called captain marvel um in the comics more recently just because everyone knew marvel was going to make captain marvel the carol danvers version into a movie um they've changed over to having him call himself shazam as the character uh which i it's it's always kind of weird how they fudge this because he says Shazam to become Captain Marvel. So I'm not sure. And, and also to change back into Billy Batson. So I'm not sure how he gets through an average thing without being able to say his own name. I'm not sure how they're going to deal with that in the movie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Like they've, they've tried a couple of times having him call himself like Captain Thunder or something. But, uh, in, in the movie, it, it, see, it does seem like the, the, the wizard calls himself Shazam. Um, on stage, uh, Zach, Zachary Levi, who play, who's playing the, uh, the Captain Marvel when he's, uh, well, playing him when he's the superhero, uh, he kept calling himself Captain Marvel Shazam. So, uh, I, I don't know, but, uh, in the trailers, he doesn't refer to himself by name. Interesting. Yeah, the, I, he's, the, he's freaking, um, having a blast. Yeah, he, yeah, he looks great. He looks great. It, it, and the kids, easy. so, so Billy Babson, which one is uh, I'm having a hard time remembering even though I've watched it so many times um one of them two kids is the kid from the it remake the one who, who had the inhaler right uh yeah I believe he's playing uh, Freddie Freeman who is uh, Billy's friend right and he's the with the one with the um with the crutches right, right. or is and, that yeah yeah and he in the comics he's eventually Captain Marvel jr. Oh, okay, cool. Who for some? Yeah, there's there's about like there's Captain Marvel Junior, Mary Marvel. There's like three other guys called Fat Marvel, Thin Marvel, and Hillbilly Marvel. There's an Uncle Marvel. Ah, <clears throat> uh, there's uh, I don't think Hillbilly Marvel's gonna make it in. <laughs> uh, there's the evil. There's the evil Captain Marvel who's called Black Adam. Uh, despite this being from the 30s and the name, uh, don't worry, it's not that racist. He is uh, he is not black. Uh, he's an Arab. Uh, oh, oh, Grant. Uh, the Rock is uh, scheduled to play him whenever they get around to doing that. Though he might be his own movie. Oh, The Rock. Yeah. So who knows? They've they've upgraded him to Egyptian in uh, more recent things, and uh, that's better. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess they 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 fudge a lot that the that these uh, these figures that they're transforming into are so old that they're sort of uh it's kind of like the highlander thing where sean connery is you know an egyptian who is pretending to be to be a spaniard but he technically predates egypt as well so it's uh it's all kind of a thing all kind of a thing interesting yeah, yeah so but that's that, so that's shazam what i like that it's shazam exclamation point yeah too. that's, that's shazam. Yeah. <laughs> shazam yeah I, I i wonder if that's it that he that he has to shout it as opposed but, to uh, as as opposed to saying it, but you know it, the it tone looks, the tone just yeah. looks perfect. It it does, and it's you know it it's if not for the legal rights, this seems like something that they would have made into a movie like twenty times now because the premise just sounds so perfect. It's like oh yeah, it's a, it's it's big, but instead of turning into Tom Hanks, you're Superman. Absolutely, and yeah. and they're having such a good time with it. 
Like, yeah. Sorry about your window. Glad that I saved you from getting robbed. <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot of fun. Can you fly? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to pee in this thing. I don't even know how to pee in this thing. Yeah. And he and and he's giving a great physical performance. You know, it's uh, it's it, it it's looks because a- it, it, it's still the kid, even though it so it looks he looks uncomfortable in his own skin. I I love that. Yeah, well, it's very similar to uh, the well, what The Rock was doing in. Uh, Fuck, in, you know what? I missed. It looks Jumanji. like the mask. That's yes. that's the tone. Another that another new line movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Who, if they did the mask again, who should do that? I mean, like the actor, because Jim Carrey's not coming back. And when they did it with Jamie Kennedy, it was terrible. Holy shit! If they did the mask right now, you know, this might seem like too much of an easy. Lob, but the yeah. first face that popped into my head was Andy Samberg. Not bad, not bad. You know, not, and I know, yeah. I know that that seems kind of like an obvious Andy Samberg yeah. or um, what's the other SNL guy? Um, he was in Adventureland. Um, I can't remember his fucking not Will Arnett. Um, the. You you know Adventureland the the two people that like ran the place was it wasn't was it Kristen Wiig, yeah and and Will Will Forte Will Forte there you go okay I could I could see that I could, Will Forte I could, see could that. do yeah. it as well the, they, they they all have that that physical yeah. that physical side to them hell if you wanted to have a lot of fun with it The Rock but he yeah, can't I, really play down on his luck schlub I mean he can play anything. But, uh, well, he, well, he can't. Well, it's like I, I, I brought because like the, the, the thing with Shazam is that it reminded me of in the new Jumanji where he's playing, you know, a a small uh, a, a teenager who is gradually discovering how much fun it is to be the Rock. Yeah. So, it, so b- before we get to Aquaman, then I was going to hold off on that, but I finally saw that. Mm. The, oh, oh, wait. Before the new jump, Jumanji. Before Jumanji, uh, I, I, I just thought for for the mask. I have, to, I have two. I have two. Okay. Just because I don't, I think uh, I, I don't think anyone can really uh, get. I think if you cast anyone who's similar to Jim Carrey, they're just going to be compared to Jim Carrey. So I would say uh, Kevin Hart. Oh shit! No, that that's it. You don't even or, have to do another one. <laughs> or, or Kate McKinnon. Oh fuck. Or Melissa McCarthy. These are all yeah. good. Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could see that. Oh, Kate I McKinnon could. would be friggin' perfect. Yeah, because well, because she does so many impressions, you know. Oh yeah, you, you know, know what, that, Bob? Bob, we need she, to make this. Like, why are we even here? Yeah, actually, now that I think about, Kate McKinnon should remake every Jim Carrey movie. Like, 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 like she could do like Ace Ventura. That makes sense. Oh shit! The mask. That yeah, makes sense. she's she's like a much more stable Jim Carrey. Yeah, liar, 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 liar. With Kate McKinnon would be great. I you know I could actually see that more with a little a little bit more with Melissa McCarthy because she when she leans into playing kind of more of a more of a, a not great person like in the boss not a good movie but she's very good. Yeah, I get you. Peter Dinklage would be better in a remake of Liar Liar though because he plays a great asshole. Peter Dinklage would be really good in Liar Liar. He he does not do enough comedy. He does not do enough comedy. No, he usually shows up as a I wouldn't. Yeah, when when he does, he's always great. But you always expect it to be kind of like, oh, they're going for the low hanging fruit with this, and then he's great. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, what I, like, yeah, I, yeah. I I still love his bit in um Elf. Yeah, I no, his, still, it, call me an elf. 
again. Yeah, you know, one I'm, more time. <laughs> I, I'm glad that that's the only one of those that he's really done. Yes, you know, like, hell, respect, dude, his Simon, that. his Simon Bar Sinister is still the one of the main reasons why that underdog movie is still freaking great. No, that was good, and you know, I, I'm, I'm still going back and forth on whether or not it was okay to find uh, the, 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 the gag in, uh, in Infinity War good, but. You I know, agree. I, I love I, it, but I'm not. I'm not so sure. I, I, I mean, I kind of feel like if it wasn't, you know, would he have done it? Yeah, that's true. But uh, it. I yeah, mean, but it's... then, then there's his entire role in, um, three billboards though, and I just still don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it's an it. You know, but well, but the thing is, three billboards is still doing that thing where it's it's not acknowledged. No, I agree. It yeah, just, so it's, it's I, I don't it's, know. It's it's not like it's. I mean, it's like the station agent is a great movie, but like the station agent, it's it's a a big part of the movie is yeah. the the fact that people aren't acknowledging it, but he knows that they are. They're just not saying it. Yeah. So so it's a it's a whole it's it's a whole so, other thing. So so back to Jumanji. Yes, Jumanji. So I know that you weren't completely jazzed with it when you first saw it. I um, wasn't, and I was wrong. No, well, again, I, I that wasn't going to be the first thing I said, but um, you know, again, movies that we talk about that feel like they're from a different era. First off, I'll start with this: does it really feel like it's a Jumanji movie? I'm not so sure. Yeah. Um, it's a new thing; it's a different thing. The game adapted. I get it. it. You know, it's an excuse to keep the brand. Whatever. What I really loved about it, really, really loved about it, is that. Every single one of those actors showed the fuck up. Yeah. And they are having so much fun. Like, it's a performance movie. And I didn't expect to say that, that it was a performance movie. The fact that they had Jack Black show up for a role that should have been one of his throwaway roles. The, oh, I I see why Jack Black is in this. Yeah. His, like, version of a teenage girl learning how to be in like a middle-aged white guy's body was hilarious. And there was actual depth to it. Like, yeah, that, 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 that should have sunk that movie. It should have been a terrible joke. And he nailed it. But like you said, the, the rock playing it as a little kid, learning how to be the rock was amazing. The whole relationship between him and Karen Gillen, um, Karen Gillen's version of the other nerdy teenage girl being are you really into him because you like the kid or are you into him just because he looks like that? All of those lines, it, it really like it was it was a strangely well thought out. And, and again, I can see at face value taking it because, you know, you and I were already too old for the original Jumanji when it came out. Right. That movie speaks to people younger than us at a level that. Um, it never really hit me with. I like the movie, you know what I mean? But it's not really there. Some people, it's untouchable. You know, it's like at hook level for a lot of people, you know? Um, but uh, this one, it it was a really clever deconstruction of video games. And I like that it being grounded in kind of their aesthetic look looked like a nowadays game, but the game itself is supposed to kind of be more of like a Genesis 16-bit era game. Yeah. And I like that they played with both of those. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I dug the hell out of it. It made me really happy. No, it was good. It, re- it really was. And I don't think I appreciated the things that were good about it enough. It's very slight. Time. 
Yeah. And, and, and I'll say this again. I've, I've, I'm kind of late to the party on this, but Kevin Hart is really special. He is. That, that guy, um, he's, he, he just, he's got something. You, you know what I mean? They're, they all played off each other, and and I I don't want that to sound. It just I've never really seen anything he's done, you know what I mean? <laughs> Up to this point, and the guy's just really friggin' funny. Like it, it reminds me of he's he's hitting family stuff at a level that like when Eddie Murphy started doing family stuff, and when Robin Williams kind of just started doing family stuff, you ask like, okay, are, is their edge going to go away? Is this just a cash grab? And I think now that I've gone back and like seen some of Kevin Hart's specials and stuff. It's the same humor. He can shut off the F-bombs and stuff, but the guy, the genuine guy and the stories he tells and the things, it's all just the same person. There's no change to it. You know what I mean? Mm. And, yeah. and, I really, and I really dig that. Him and The Rock just seem to have a fucking blast together. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I dug the hell out of it. I don't know. No, go, yeah, well, did, did you see, uh, what was that, uh, Central Intelligence? No, I haven't yet, but now it's I have to. Yeah, it's actually very funny. I, I, and that that's the thing with The Rock, right? Is you know he, what he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood now. Uh, he's and, one of yeah, yeah, and and so I mean the the guy earns it. I mean the the J- Jumanji rocks. Mm. I really really I loved them dying and coming back gags. Um, the non playable character gags. It was like a kid's version of Hardcore Henry at times, <laughs> and I really yeah, I really enjoyed that about it. A little bit, yeah, yeah. No, You're I was just, into it. You're just gonna keep repeating yourself over and over again, aren't you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we got into Jumanji there. So so I guess that brings us to Aquaman. Aquaman. Yes. So um. Wow. Um. I didn't know they uh could make it look like that. Um. I haven't seen Justice League, but the shots from the trailers I've seen in Justice League that involved Aquaman were terrible. Yeah. How yeah. does this movie look so much fun? Well, number one, James Wan is just awesome. I think he's proving that time and time again that the guy, if this works, I mean, judging from what you saw from this trailer and what you saw from the stuff you can't really talk about, does it seem like he nailed it or is it just really good marketing? Uh, it looks like he nailed it. It looks like he nailed it. I thought the trailer that they showed, that the trailer everyone has seen now, looked really good. Looked like. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, this looks solid. I can see a pretty decent movie in here. You know, like, it looks like, okay, this looks fun, and we're just, we'll just kind of, uh, we'll deal with the fact that Jason Momoa seems very enthusiastic and charismatic, but doesn't really have, like, range, and I'm not really into, like, this version of Aquaman. Yeah, bro, bro Aquaman is, is a hard take, but I, I like, he seems to be, I, I wouldn't say grounded a bit more but it just there seems to be like a winky like um a winky like fun to the character in these trailers that i wasn't getting out of anything i saw from justice league well there, there's a what's the point to him that that is sort of there because like in in justice league it's just kind of like okay who is he what is he doing like what is what's the angle here right and uh you know because he has he has basically no time to establish himself or what he's supposed to be doing and that's fine, whatever. You know, you could just not have Aquaman in the movie if he takes too long to set up, but, yeah. Um, right, it looks like they're kind of retconning a lot of that. Well, yeah, I don't know if this takes place before or after Justice League. I would assume after. Mm. I, I, I hope. But, uh, I mean, we kind of have to. But um, the uh, 
the longer trailer that they showed that has some of the stuff from the first trailer, but also, and it, it looks, the, the second trailer looks like it's going to be the extended trailer whenever they have an extended trailer. Okay. Like, uh, whatever the next DC movie is, maybe this will be in front of it. And it'll be the longer trailer. And it, it had a, uh, a an action scene, a big action scene that's set on land uh, with uh, a, ch- a big chase scene against uh, Black Manta that uh, Which looks... he it looks as ridiculous and as awesome as yeah. I could have ever wanted it to. Yeah. What what is what is this looks is like? It, this movie looks like a fucking live action Dino Riders movie. That's how ridiculous it looks, well, and, and it, I love that about it. And, and it looks massive. Which, yeah, it which does. Did, and I don't mean like it looks massive. Like in the the big shots that they showed in the trailer are massive. In that uh, you know you have these huge CGI animated scenes of, you know, big creatures fighting each other and the armies of Atlantis and this whole thing going on, which are big, but those are things that you know are all CG and the people are mostly CG and they're crashing into each other, so that's scale. But, like, there's the scene that they showed that's a big scene on land that's, like, in the desert for reasons uh, are very big, huge location shooting, tons of extras, big stuff going... Like, this is... Like like the first mummy movie, big 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 oh, big movie. That's and, that's uh, that's another vibe I got from this yeah. trailer, and that's a good vibe to get. Those yeah. of you that are calling bullshit on that, I'm not talking about the Mummy Returns. <laughs> the first <laughs> mummy was out of nowhere awesome. Yeah, you know, um, what was I gonna say? Um, when people were first going on set visits to this, the the and this is back, I think, before Justice League had even come out, right? There was those rumblings. People were calling it, no, this one's going to be huge. It's it's like Lord of the Rings, but under the ocean, you know, and that's the scale that Juan is going with and all this. And I I found myself calling a lot of bullshit on that. Like, you know, okay, you're, you're just trying to oversell it. We're not going to get that movie. You know, DC as a film company or, you know, as a film property so far has not been able to pull that off. And that's what I'm seeing. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it, and 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 I love that they're not going for ultra realism in the look of the stuff. It it looks colorful and silly and like PlayStation cutscene. And I don't mean that in being bad. I mean that in being like we we know that a person commanding an army of you know underwater creatures is going to look ridiculous. So let it look ridiculous. You know what I mean? Don't. Don't yeah. try to like stick it into reality and make it look worse. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. I, I I love it about it. it. It's wearing its its weird flag, like, and just waving it for everybody to see. Momoa still is, you know, just playing Aquaman. I'm, I'm sure they've got some sort of arc for him going on, well, but it... he kind of stands out like a sore thumb in all of it. But I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that I think that's what they're going for. Well, they're going for that, and in the like longer that tra- that four transition yeah. thing. You know? Yeah, in the in the longer trailer, I'm getting two senses. Is one, I think they they figured out something to do with with his personality as Aquaman, which is they're sort of doing a uh, almost sort of like a uh, like a Black Panther if Killmonger was the good guy. A, li- a little bit, yeah. Of 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 uh, not 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 in like a political thing, but like in the sense of that this uh, you know people don't know the story of Aquaman is that he is the son of a lighthouse keeper who has no, a kid, you, kid with uh, like basically a, 
basically a mermaid and he ends up going back to Atlantis, which is a different kind of society under the water with fish people. And he, you know, uh, becomes, he's like supposed to be the, the rightful king. And there's another guy who's king and there's a challenge and there's multiple different factions. It's the Aquaman mythology is surprisingly dense. And, uh, it looks like the angle that they're going for in this is to have the Atlanteans be sort of like the Rivendell elves in Lord of the Rings, where they're yeah. very, where, where, where they've got that sort of like, you know, European highborn thing, and they're going to have Jason Momoa be the, you know, the, the angry surfer guy thing. Because there's the, 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 the thing that sort of has been gift from the trailer is this business of everyone, uh, of, of the, the, that's, doesn't have Lola context in the original trailer of the someone getting their ass kicked in what looks like an arena and there's a bunch of people in the stands and they don't of, know what to do and they don't know what to do and then they kind of look at each other and then they throw their hands up like the football goal sign and I, I think that's kind of like what they're going for here is that this is like the the stranger in a strange land thing you know where yeah. this is the where 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 this is the the cool American you know uh, you know hotshot kind of guy in the the stu- like the King Ralph thing you know in the stuffy you know quasi European uh, highborn court thing because in in uh, in the trailer the longer trailer that they showed there's a scene that seems to rhyme in that one where I think he's fighting Patrick Wilson with tridents or something so I I believe Patrick Wilson is Ocean Master who's like the the rival guy who should be who thinks he should be the, the king, but Aquaman is the right, is the rightful one, but is the outsider. And it's that whole business that's in every one of these type of movies. But, uh, where Aquaman has a line said to someone where he comes in, uh, they don't show us what the setup line is. And his line is, yeah, we call that an ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and a lot of business like that and people saying, you know, you are not, you know, supposed to be here. This is not the way we do things. And, that seems to be where they're taking it. And, uh, um, um, I can see, I don't, who the hell knows if it's going to work, but I can see where it is. And it looks like his main arc of it also going back to this whole, the, the man of steel, Batman v Superman era is over. It looks like their journey arc for him is very much, uh, kind of a meta angle on, Hey, uh, you kind of suck. You need to learn to be better. And being better involves being more like classic Aquaman. And I, I don't want to give it away, but there's a stinger on the end of this longer trailer, uh, involving, you know, things someone might wear <laughs> that, uh, that, that, that sort of made, made that the, the crowd was very receptive. The Good. crowd was the, the crowd was very receptive to this sort of reveal of, uh, you know, you know, you, you need to become what you were meant to be. And, uh, a big, like, a, a literal parting of the sea. Because you can do that in an Aquaman movie. And, that's, uh, that's freaking awesome. And, and have, and, uh, show off something that I think people are going to be very impressed by. And, uh, get it. It's still Jason Momoa. You know, they're, they're not ignoring the fact that, nor should they, that they've cast, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 uh, a Polynesian actor. To uh, play Aquaman, which is cool. I I believe um, oh shoot, the actor's name um, I'm totally blanking. He played uh, Django Fett. Oh um, is uh, is is playing his father. Friggin' oh, he's awesome. What the hell's his name? TV show guy. Nope, it's lost to me. Yeah, hold on. Uh, 
Bob and Chris look up things in real time. Yeah, hold on. Uh, who is this? Who's this? We, we, well, we can always, uh... Temuera Morrison. There we go. Temuera Morrison is, uh, playing, uh, is, is, is playing his father. So, cool. uh, they're, they're, so they're, they're leaning into, uh, in, into that, and they should. Uh, Nicole Kidman was on stage, which is a trip. Really? Well, she's she's playing uh, Aquaman's mother, so I'm not I, sure. I how know, much but of the that, movie that's she's wild. In. Yeah, she was out with the with the rest of the cast, and uh, you know they they didn't throw a lot of questions to her, but uh, you know they said you know is this your first Comic Con, and you know she 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 said enough so that you could hear the nervous Twitter go through the the crowd as various people realized that Nicole Kidman's actual voice is Australian. Yes, yes, because pe- because pe- because she is a good actress who doesn't often use her real voice, so people like don't know that it takes catches them very off guard yeah so and, uh, yeah did they show uh-huh this terrible now that we've talked about dc and all the good things they're doing did right. they show that terrible titans trailer at comic-con uh not at the thing i was at because i was at the theatrical movies jesus they, they did show it christ fuck batman I don't even. I mean, th- there's not much more I have to say than why we're talking about. You know, them them like writing ship and kind of at least pointing, even if it's pointing in various not straight lines in a better direction. What the fuck is up with that thing? That doesn't even look like they're trying to mimic um, Daredevil show, which you know is dark and gritty, but you know dark and gritty in a way that at least made sense for the characters. This looks. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I don't like it at all. Yeah, it look it looks really ugly and not good. And I I don't want to shit on too much because now it's like no, it's it one just of those made me angry. Like it, I I wanted to bring it up because I I wasn't sure if you know it, it, it. You now that you said it's a TV show, so it wasn't there. You know, it's like we have Wonder Woman 1984, which looks perfect. And Shazam, which looks perfect, and Aquaman, which looks perfect, and next weekend Teen Titans Go to the Movies comes out, and everyone seems to love that. And we have this. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it it doesn't look good, and I'm not sure what the impetus is. And I I don't want to be like so hard against it because you know a lot there's like two like critics and people who just don't like this sort of thing in general kind of like went out on it and said oh this looks bad and fanboys have decided to throw a tantrum about it because the actress who plays starfire is uh is black and they don't like that oh boy and so that became a thing and she's had to delete her instagram oh jesus so so because she's been getting a lot of uh no (laughs) yeah that just reminds me of the not happy things that are fucking going on yeah. Is yeah. is Rose from Star Wars still off of social media too? Uh I think she's off of uh oh. the social media she was using, but uh she uh she is back in the new movie. No, she exactly. We can talk about that at the end. Yeah. Jesus, that you all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I accept that. I'm gonna point at myself too. We collectively suck. Yeah. Um oh Jesus. Um All right. So we have I think one other thing on co- related to Comic-Con that we haven't talked about yet. 
Uh, well, there was also the Godzilla trailer. That that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I wish I had been in the room to see you see that for the first time. That was that was something. Holy that, was, that was really something. Lee, shit. Yeah, that yeah. that's my favorite thing from Comic Con this year. Um, wow, that's my that's Mike Doherty's Godzilla movie, right? Because um, yes, because what's his name? Um, is it? Is it the um? It's the it's the your next guy. Yeah, Adam Adam uh, Adam Wingard is yeah. doing King Kong versus Godzilla. Yes, which is in canon with this. Yes. Okay, and we already talked on a few podcasts ago about Kong Skull Island and how much I absolutely freaking loved that movie. So yeah. I'm I am I am all in. I am here for this. <laughs> that that is a that's how you cut a Godzilla trailer. Um. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a feeling that went over well. Yeah, it did. It did. People were people were really psyched. Oh my god! Yeah, it went so, it went over. I I you know I uh, I I really liked Skull Island. I hope that this is more like Skull Island than it is like Godzilla. It looks like they're kind of going more for that. They definitely aren't throwing away the world they set up in that Godzilla movie. Which again, if if atmosphere. Um, could be bottled. That was what that movie had going for it. It yeah. felt right. They they just didn't have a very good story to spend that much time with the story and that little time with Godzilla. But I I still really like that movie. Um, mm-hmm. but I I hope they go more for the monsters, monsters all day long yeah. <laughs> that Skull Island was going for because they certainly have enough of them in this movie. Mm. Um, right? That's what Rodan, Mothra, and Monster Zero so far I've seen in that trailer, if not more. Uh, yeah, those are, well, it's uh, Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah are the ones that are uh, known, and supposedly there's also a lot more going on in there as well. It looks so fucking good. If yeah. I had shown that to, like, do, do you remember, um, and again, pe- people that are from the area of northeast, if you if you know the Liberty Tree Mall at all, <laughs> um, there was a yeah. time where the Liberty Tree Mall was almost like ready for demolition. Yeah, like right right after they built the movie theater, they hadn't built the Best Buy yet. I don't even think, but this mall used to have ever. I mean, this was like a geek haven, and is kind of you know they had a hobby store there, and they had this, but for a while. All they had was this movie theater and then desolate, no stores, and then a Best Buy, and they hadn't, Ann and Hope had just closed. That whole wing was done. And in the wing heading over to Ann and Hope, where they eventually put a Bed Bath & Beyond, they had like like a geek flea market. Right would be the best way. Like people that were just starting out. This was like what, in the late 90s, early 2000s. People that, you know had like local comic shops rented a table there like I think Harrison's had a table there and but there was that guy that um he he uh he imported um Godzilla toys yeah remember this and you got his card and we like bought more shit from him yeah right and they were super good yeah. and th- that's all I can think of if if Bob then if well if you and I in our mystery science theater watching days way before that had seen the trailer for this we would have you know um, gone through puberty. <laughs> it, it's just so good. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it makes it, me it, so happy. 
yeah, I'm, I, I hope to have a lot of fun with that. I hope, uh, like, I didn't dislike the, the Godzilla movie. It's just, it, it takes a long time getting to where it's going. And, uh, I, I don't object to Godzilla not being in that much of the Godzilla movie, but if you're going to do that, the rest of the movie needs to be interesting. Yeah, you kind of have to, like, give me people to follow around that are interesting, and I still don't really know why I'm following around, uh, well, I mean, I know, I, I know why in, in the, uh, in the unfortunate cynical business sense, but, like, you have a character who is random soldier guy played by, uh, the kid from Kick-Ass, who's who not- Who somehow in- has no charisma in this Godzilla movie, even though in Kick-Ass that was, like, the whole point. Yeah, you know what I mean? He, is that he's he, just a blast to watch do his do, learn these things. Yeah. And he was impo- he was transparent in Godzilla. He he leaves no impression when he's not uh like is the only movies where where anyone notices him. And uh and it's unfortunate for him uh cuz he doesn't seem to be a bad actor, but like he does uh he's just running around trying to like defuse bombs but he doesn't defuse any bombs and meanwhile you know Ken Watanabe super respected actor very talented actually well known like probably the only ja- living japanese actor most americans can name uh outside of George Takei um you know is running around in this movie as a character who is basically Dr. Godzilla the man who knows everything about Godzilla and, 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 you know, who can answer all of the questions everyone keeps asking about what's going on with Godzilla, and he's not the main human character of Godzilla. Yeah, that was a, a you know, it's, it, that's just completely bonkers. Yeah, there's, hey, there's, there's a, there's a giant Japanese monster running around the world. There's this scientist from Japan who, uh, you know, it, this is the only thing he studies and knows about. Maybe this should be the main character of the movie. <laughs> you know, like Raiders of the Lost Ark doesn't spend the whole movie with Marcus. Yes, that that's oh jeez. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, yeah, so or like even in like Kong Skull Island, where they're they're sort of like trying to back back into uh, getting the universe, the monarch together. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where everyone keeps like, hey, we're from Monarch, Monarch. We're gonna keep talking about this thing called Monarch, Monarch, which is I guess is going to come up again is like the 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 shield of uh, or the at, prodigium at least at of, least of the pr- prodigium. prodigium at least they cast john yeah. goodman to do it right yeah but like, like they, he, yeah. that that man delivers useless exposition yeah. better than anybody currently working yeah. we're from monarch Mo- monarch what's monarch oh hey we, we, don't you remember us we were in that godzilla movie everybody saw ah okay uh, were, were you involved in the last 10 to 15 minutes of that movie? No, no, we were not. Oh, okay. No one remembers you were in that movie then. Uh, uh. You know, so it, it's, you know, whatever. But, uh, I'm, I'm psyched. I, w- I want to see it. It looks, uh, it looks good. And, uh, I, I want to see where else they go with this. Uh, I want to see actually how, how many more of these they, they can do because I think we're about two years out from, uh, uh, two to four years out from, Eventually, Toho actually gets, uh, there was like a, a limit on, uh, at what point they could do another Godzilla movie again of their own. And I, they've said that they're going to start theirs up again, as opposed to doing more of the, uh, of the, the, the Shin Godzilla movies. And they, they wanted, they, they, you know, I, I think it finally occurred to Toho again that, uh, you know, a, a connected monster universe of their own might make them some money. Cause they've done that before and succeeded greatly. 
Right. Yeah. So they're gonna, they're gonna try that again. All right. Uh, I'm I'm so, I'm there for that too. Yeah, I am. I I wonder if the I since Toho owns the the remnants of Dai, I wonder if they're allowed to touch Gamera. I I wonder if the 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 this uh the universal legendary monster versus allowed to touch the Gamera stuff because they they never did shoot Godzilla versus Gamera like that's never actually been made. He is full of turtle meat, Bob. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's also really neat. Yes, the friend of children. He is the friend of children. I like how forever, even when they rebooted it, Gamera was still the friend of children. Well, why not? Why wouldn't he be? Friend of children. Indeed. So, uh, anything else from Comic-Con that I didn't see that was cool? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, if I saw anything on the floor that was uh, um, uh, you know particularly amazing. Um, there wasn't... Other than the Warner Brothers panel, there wasn't a lot of news that got broken other than, oh, I was in the room to watch people kind of have a, conf- uh, a a collective, oh, that's awkward when Johnny Depp showed up. Yeah, I heard about that. That's, um, that that's, was weird. That's odd. And, and, yeah. and what, Amber Heard was like an hour scheduled, same panel, same room? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, because well, she was there for Aqu- Aquaman. Yeah, but that's just you bad that. planning. Yeah. Well, it's there's there's no version of it where Warner Brothers comes out as having done the right thing there because either, you know, they told her, hey, look, we're we're gonna bring Johnny Depp out for you know Fantastic Beasts, you know, just deal with it, which sucks. Shouldn't yeah, it's awful. Or they didn't, and this was a surprise. Yeah, either way, they suck. Yeah, because I was surprised when he was in the footage from the trailer. I figured that they'd kind of cut around him. And just focus on, hey, all the good guys are back, yay. But, uh, no, no. And then he was in the trailer, and then he comes out on stage, and he's just, he, he walked out on stage, he waved a little wand around, and then he, he walked away. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it was weird. Collecting the old paychecks. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it was awkward. It was awkward. And you could see, I was sitting with the journalists, so you could see all of the journalists immediately phones out, you know, whipped out, filing, uh, you know, tweets and such for, uh, for ladies is like, holy shit, holy shit. Warner brothers put Johnny Depp on the same stage. And Amber Heard is up in like two pan is, is, is up in like two presentations. Yeah, I, what the fuck is going on? I'm, I'm happy that outside of the awkwardness of everybody, that there doesn't seem to be a greater fallout from that. Cause that could have been really shitty. Yeah. Um, it's still yeah. shitty. It, it, it's a bad look on them anyway, but you know, it's, it's just, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid that they even employ him anymore. Anyway, yeah, that, that guy uh, needs serious like help. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Anywho, yeah. So yeah, you know, uh, <coughs> excuse me. But other people that are harmless and don't hurt anybody, you know, get fired. So there's mm. there's that. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, so that also happened while we were there. If we, uh, I mean, you you. You probably have some thoughts on that. Uh, James Gunn getting removed. Yeah, from I, I know. I know you made a whole video about it. Um, yeah, and I know that we're we're all wrong because you know the PizzaGate guy says he's a pedophile. So, yeah. um, oh fucking Christ. Um, yeah, I I I've said a bunch of things about it too, but the the reality of it is, you know, um. Dis- Disney's negotiating with terrorists, and that's not good. Yeah, and um, you know they, they are a private company; they're allowed to do whatever the hell they want. Um, but this J- James Gunn did not 
what they're firing him for is not something he did while currently employed by them. And it's a very bad look and opens up a big floodgate of terrible things that words, regardless of how vile and disgusting they were, because I've gotten into it with some people over this before, the things he said were not cool, but they're just things he said. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, their public record, he already got raked across the coals for this by the company that fired him. So mm-hmm. that that's really my take on it. You know, R- Roseanne Barr got fired because of things she did now, not because of all the vile, awful shit she's done in the past. But again, you know who you're getting into bed with in both of those cases. I don't really care. Yeah. This person will be fine. James Gunn is a millionaire. He's a very talented filmmaker. He'll land on his feet. Um, but all the other people, high brow and low brow that are going to get taken down now because they know they have power to do this is what I'm worried about. And that's why I I think, you know, whatever they can do to reverse and make it look like we're not going to give in to shit like this um, is important. With that, with that in mind, um, you have a little bit of a a win in that respect. Um, on, on your side, Bob, do you want to talk about that at all? The, the w- winning against the, 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 the bad guys, if you will, on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have. It's still uh, being uh, worked uh, through exactly what it's gonna, what form it's gonna take. But uh, I, uh, I, I uh, was had my contract not renewed about uh, four or five years ago with a website called The Escapist, where I started out. Um, basically, um, you know, I never got, you know. I got a lot of uh, different versions from management, the management at the time, as to uh, why it was. But, uh, you know, it, it felt like a lot of politics um, uh, from the website called The Escapist during the whole Gamergate business. Um, the person who owned and was running the site turned out to be a uh, someone very involved in the, the alt-right. Uh, he now works with uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, oh, I'm 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 so glad none of them ended up being you know people to be worried about. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> nothing nothing bad came of that. Nothing bad came of that. So, uh, pretty pretty bad guys. None of which I was aware of at the time. Uh, and I I you know being on the other side of that uh, politically, uh, you know had my contract not renewed and uh, had my name uh, you know dragged through the mud. And a lot of things, you know, ang- angry, angry political things that I said, some of which were very tactless, which, you know, I have to own, uh, you know, used against me. A lot of bad jokes. You know, there's a, a whole thing on Twitter of people using some bad jokes from like 2012 where I used the word eugenics as a punchline uh, of people calling me a Nazi, you know, because yep. this is that this is like that thing with James Gunn, you know, where he makes jokes about this and then people who don't really care about kids or sexual assault or stuff they use this to tell dudes like oh my god look at this guy he's so awful we're pretending to care about this because we know you care about this and we want you to act against him so i get a lot of that now and hopefully you know i can i'm gonna put like a blog up and say okay look i'm i'm getting back into the business side of this this is what really happened uh you know this this is the truth behind you know what these people are saying about me step off and, you know, they'll, they'll never go away. Hopefully I've got, you know, people who know the real me have my back. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back involved, uh, bringing back uh, some uh, some cool stuff that I used to do uh, for a site I used to work for, and it's it's very satisfying to do that to get the rights to some of my stuff back. That that um, I think is the coolest part of the whole thing, right? Is you you yeah. created some brands there that you just weren't able to take with you, and that no, yeah, that's the worst part of the whole friggin' thing, in my opinion. I mean, I I was on the other end of the phone the day it happened, and I. It's awful, it, yeah. And and I'm glad. I, I know that there's. I've seen kind of the the crazy um, back and forth and misunderstanding that um, you know your good friend and I follow uh, Russ Pitts and what he's taken over, just trying to do a good thing and bring this site back and the the kind of like edge that there is to that and the hard yeah. stance people still have about it. it I, I just think it's, you know, it's wonderful to try to right that ship in whatever direction it goes. Because all of you guys that were there, I mean, you got on there by winning a contest, right? Uh, no, I got on no, Screw No, you got on Screw Attack, and then, and then Escapist picked up because they wanted a movie guy. That's right. But, um, yeah, oh, um, man. It, the, it, yeah. It's just so cool. Yeah, and the people, uh, just, just to be clear, the, the, the person and uh, some of the people who picked up uh, the, the Escapist... Uh, who now the the site basically the the guy who ran it and the who decided to not renew me uh, I was a freelancer so I was never fired quote unquote I was not renewed but Bob um, I, I watched all these videos that said you were fired yeah how about that yeah uh, yeah so uh, I uh, the person who did not renew my contract eventually ran this business into the ground uh, because amazingly. You know, running an entire website just for, you know, weird right-wing ghouls does not pay. <laughs> and, uh, they, uh, yeah. You still there? Oh, yeah. Hello? I'm here. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so he, he ran the site into the ground, and it was off, and, and the site turned awful, and, uh, you know, a lot of good people got chased off, and, uh, a few good people stuck around. And, uh, and, you know, stuck it out and did their work and kept their heads down and good on them. And, uh, now it, uh, it, it got put up for sale and, uh, some people, some new people who want to take it in a new direction, per, uh, purchased it. And, uh, the person, um, a person, the guy who originally, one of the guys who originally hired me, uh, who was the editor in chief, one of the two editors in chief, uh, when the site was good, um, is now the new editor-in-chief of it, named Russ Pitts, and uh, he's looking to, to remake it into uh, what it used to be, and uh, I am uh, working to be part of that. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm psyched. I, I am too. I, I hope, you know, I'm seeing kind of a, a concerted effort on the social media of people to drag my old uh, stuff out and uh, throw it back on the new owners and on Russ and try to, you know, preemptively get me shoved out, and, uh, you know, uh, I hope, uh, I hope that, uh, that things, uh, things continue to push forward. I agree. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I will be able to say more about that as there's more to say about that. Yeah, I just, I wanted to, you know, I, I've told you enough in person how happy I am, and I wanted it to be public record, because I'm, I'm, pr I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of Russ. Um, yeah. And, no, thank you. And I'm also proud of all the work he already does. Right. Um, you know, the, all, all the 
various things he's done since the escapist have been right. Awesome. He's uh, with take this. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's awesome. Um, take this is a great, uh, great thing. So, uh, so yeah, th- there's that. Um, and we're, we're God, we've been recording for a bit. Um, yeah, yeah. but I, I have one other thing because I was going to talk about another movie I saw, but we'll hold that till the next time. But no, we you, also well, have, no, no, we, this is better. We have okay. post comic con breaking news that, um, to to not become the crazy speculation train, especially after all of the uh, incredibly um, well-meaning and mild-mannered um, uh, criticism of the Last Jedi. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. Um, yeah. Disney has decided to you know do a cool thing and tell us a whole bunch of shit that people were going to speculate on for a while right up front. So we now know. Um, some major cast details of the as of yet untitled Star Wars Episode Nine. So uh, I thought that was kind of a cool thing to end this on. And we know yeah. that even though it wasn't really a surprise, it's really cool to know that Billy D. Williams is back because I fucking loved seeing Lando in Solo, and I can't wait seeing Lando played by Billy D. Williams again. So that that makes me happy. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm I'm very down with that. And just like you know, Chris Pine showing up in the Wonder Woman trailer and me not being sure exactly what that means. Um, we know that Mark Hamill is back as um, Luke Skywalker. So whether that's as a force ghost or who knows what other new type of cool things I mean, um, he kind, they come he up kind, with. I, I mean, we, we kind of knew he'd be no, back but as, I think as a it's force great. ghost in some but, way, but, right? but it makes me excited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially I, since we knew that when he was living, he could do that crazy-ass force projection. I, yeah. I, I, who, who knows? And we know that Yoda can come back as a force ghost and conjure fucking lightning. So <laughs> yeah, I just I, can't I mean, like, wait. Has, have, have we not like just kind of known what the very last shot of this series of this movie was going to be? Yes. Uh, the, the, the minute they announced they were going to make three new ones. No, it, it it's true. It like, which means, which means we're going to see other people too, for sure. Well, um, we're, we're, I mean, we're, we, we can just say it. we're going to get, you know, Luke probably let, maybe not Leia, but we, we're, we're going to get Luke, Yoda, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and whoever else. Oh, absolutely. And, and Han, as, as the, as the blue force ghosts. Well, like, now you, you of, just of, said, of, of you Jedi, just said right? a name though. Does Han get to be a force ghost? I don't think he does because he wasn't a Jedi, right? Exactly. He's, he's a, or, or, or is. Or do we have other things to speculate about? I'll be making 25 videos about this using <laughs> shots from the Clone Wars TV show and the Shadows of the Empire N64 game. Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. And by I the way, no, 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 just a, just a uh, calm, nice ribbing. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. I, I didn't, yeah. I just, it just cracks me up. I, I get those, like, I, we talk about The Last Jedi, you and I, so I get a lot of those. You need to see this video where they go into everything about Darth Vader's yeah. costume and how it works. I, I don't care. Okay. Oh, now, now, hold on. If, if, we, if we see Ghost Anakin, do, do, do you want Hayden Christensen to do it? Yes. Okay, yeah, me too. I, I do. I, I, I think at this point, um, I think Re- Revenge of the Sith is not a perfect film, but yeah. Revenge of the Sith is... Everything good about the new stuff, because again, we we give Lucas a lot of crap, but at least those movies are unique. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? At least, at least he was trying something new and different. They're not great, but 
but everything that was good about the new stuff he brought to the table was all on display in that movie. And and mm. and and Anakin is actually the the bits leading up to the terrible scene where he actually is Darth Vader are really good body horror stuff. They they really did a good job kind of selling that. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 I I I think he's earned it at this point. He needs he needs to show up as Anakin. I will never agree that blue screening him back onto in place of the other actor was an, was was a smart idea. I think that's terrible. But I think having him show up now in a new movie um, would be fine. Now, do do you want him to have a scene with Adam Driver? Shit. Cause I I kind I kind of want him to do that. Cause oh. if, well, well, because because if the dead because if we we because we've seen dead people talk to living people in these movies all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, he kind of needs to have his Yoda scene, like Last Jedi. Yeah. I, well, you know what? I think that kind of needs to happen. Well, because it's like it it feels like eventually we we would like we would see Kylo Ren talk to Darth Vader and we'd get like James Earl Jones voice. Like that would probably be there, but like, it seems like at a certain no, but point, he, but then would he have the mask as a force ghost, Bob? We've already been shown that he wouldn't. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to even be as a force ghost. This could be a vision, you know, now or that we've, we've Simba. Well, yeah, think, 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 yeah. See, that's the thing is if, is, is if you do James Earl Jones as a force ghost, you're, you're getting a lion King thing. But like you know, I I think you could now that we've done like that, we we've we've had dreams and flashbacks which we haven't had in Star Wars movies before, but we've had them now as right. of as of the as of the Last Jedi. Uh, you know, I think you probably could get away with them just kind of like sharing space in a like a, a dream vision type sequence. I think you could get away with that. I think that would that would probably work, especially since we we are sort of leaning into the idea that Kylo Ren is like a, a direct rhyme for Anakin or at least someone who wants to be like that. It's uh, he it, wants, it feels... he wants to be like that in the same way that, um, uh, um, what's his head there? Uh, fuck Andy circus. Come on, do this for me. Hello. Uh, the emperor in these movies. Oh, uh, Snoke Snoke, you know, yeah. is, is a, is a not necessarily as good at at the job version of the emperor. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that it's the same shtick. The yeah, emperor, I mean, the yeah. the emperor as like a Caligula type character or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the at a, at a certain point since this is all about like him being all wrapped up in the the myth versus the reality of Darth Vader. It feels like at a certain point he really needs to like look him in the actual face. Yeah, and get slapped around a little bit, or or at the very least, like have uh, I think, and it would like Hayden Christensen deserve deserves to to have. Uh, he deserves he, the swan song. He he, he deserves he deserves it because he earned it. If, he put in a lot of time. <laughs> if 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 he wants it, he he deserve. He might not want it. You know, he might, but like if he, unless he's completely done with this. But you know, if if this was a thing that could happen, I I would be okay with him having you know just a scene to come back and you know to have him turn around in like a vision and see okay it was Darth Vader oh oh it's it's pre Vader Anakin oh okay you know like we don't we don't need to pull Jake Lloyd back he's been through enough 
Yeah, but I uh, agree. You know, Hayden Christensen. I mean, this was a guy who was pointed at being, you know, a, a an actor of some note of his generation, and it kind of got derailed by by all of uh, this. Yeah, by 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 all of this, which is unfortunate. And uh, you know, it's. I don't think they'll ever get Natalie Portman to come back, and I know there's the, there's not much of an excuse for it there, but there there's uh, there's room for this. I think that letting you know, I think the fans would really get into it. Is seeing like if even if it was like the the a still an out of context still released as a like a, a teaser thing of like, hey, oh, no big deal. This is just Kylo Ren and human Anakin like looking at each other. No big deal. You'll find and out what, what this means. Was set people off, and it would be great. Yeah, people would 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 get there. You know, it's. Short of bringing back Jar Jar to get some sort of a redemption arc would be uh, something else, but they're not going to do that in these. No, so they're they're, they're going to yeah. do it somewhere though. Mark my words there. Yeah, something like that. Um. So so then there's the one other thing that they finally said how they're going to handle the uh, Princess Leia um thing. Yeah. By reusing footage, which kind of was the inevitable. I, yeah. I don't. They, uh, the fact that they didn't kill her in the last Jedi mm-hmm. short of short of you know they didn't do that and explaining it away off screen would have not been so great either I don't think yeah this is I mean it no matter what they do it's not going it's it's probably not going to be whatever they'd planned to do and that's unfortunate but right but it, but I but I think I like hearing yeah. that we're gonna get some sort of closure with that that makes me and they're not gonna do it CGI they're yeah. going to do it with actual footage of Carrie Fisher. That makes me very happy. Yeah. So yeah. everything I'm hearing so far is great. Um, mm-hmm. I, and and again, I still feel the last movie was great. Maybe one of the best of the series. And I'm yeah. not going to stop saying that. Internet <laughs> sounds like the little ones up. Yeah, he is. Um. So that okay. that that's my son. Um. Uh, that that also little... means we've been talking for too long. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. Um, it's a b- bit of a we, tangent. Waka waka. Waka waka. He is a s- dark, cynical act for a dark, cynical time. Waka <laughs> waka. Um. Anyway, so yeah. Um. I guess we'll get into the plugging of stuff now. Um, yeah, yeah. Plug away. Um. As I plugged, first <laughs> off, I want to plug. Um. The Talkbuster podcast, which I've been running, we're on the third episode now. And um, I'm going to be recording another one this weekend with someone that worked for a competition. Remember Movie Gallery, Bob? Yeah. My friend Dan, the worked for Movie Gallery, we're going to be recording um, this weekend. So oh, that'll nice. be cool. And I'll be doing one with you soon. So everybody tune into that if you haven't been already. And yeah. I want to plug um, my friend Peter from college's uh, website, The Big Brown Chair. Okay. Um, it is a uh, bunch of librarians that do movie reviews. And mm-hmm. um, he wants me to write a couple, so I'll be on there soon as well, and you should all be checking that out. Bob, yeah. anything uh, anything you want to throw out there? Uh, as always, check me out on geek.com. Check me out on Screen Rant. Check out my uh, YouTube channel under MovieBob, and check me out on Twitter at, at the underscore MovieBob. Follow my stuff. Awesome. And um, the sound of the crying baby means that we've come to an end. Um, again, as always, I'm Chris. I'm Bob. And thank you for coming along on the tangent. Have a great night.